0: Sitter Snippet Series is sponsored by Dr. Robert and Judy Brooks in memory of her mother, my wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith, Esther Bass Yaakov. We are up to Vechulam Mechabli Malayam Olmachus Shemaim Zemizeh again. This part of Davening, the first bracha of the birchas Kriya shema, is in the context of angels, Malachim, their collaboration, their cooperation, and their effort to praise and to exalt Hashem. And in this context, we describe Vechulam Mechabli Malayam, they all accept upon themselves ol machu shemaim, the ol machu shemaim. how do you translate the word all yoke. a yoke the yoke of heaven they accept it upon themselves zemizeh, one from another we'll come back to why do they need to accept it upon themselves and in a moment we'll say <laughs> they're accepting and they're giving permission what's going on but before we even get to that Rav Baruch Alevi epstein and his say for both on the sitter is bothered by the expression altogether of all. He writes, The word all sounds like a burden. All is something which is highly unpleasant. All is something at best you tolerate, but you don't really want to be doing. It's a yoke, it's a responsibility, it's an aggravation. So why, asked Baruch Levi Epstein, why would we describe the relationship of Hashem, His dominion over us, we describe it as an ol, something which is a burden. He quotes several Psukim with the word ol, a yoke. The oxen they wear a yoke; it's a burden, it's a weight, it keeps them restricted. Why would we want to describe our relationship with Hashem that way? All Torah, all mitzvot. O We describe all these components of religious, righteous Jewish life with the word O, the yoke of Torah, all Torah. O mitzvahs, the yoke of mitzvahs. O shemayim, mitzvah, mitzvah, the yoke of deferring to the dominion, the providence, the kingship, the monarchy of Hashem. Why do we use that word? So the Baruch Shamar of the Bar Epstein offers what I think is a very powerful answer. That is important not only to understand this sentence in davening, but every time we use that expression in general. And he does so based on the Gemara Barachas David Zayn. The Gemara there quotes Rabbi Alexander, who at the end of davening inserted his own prayer. He inserted his own uh, request of Hashem. The Gemara says he would say, It is revealed to you that it is our will to do your will. We really want to do what you want. Internally, intrinsically, who we are yearns for what you want for us. We're driven by goodness. So what's the problem? What prevents it? What blocks it? What distracts us? What knocks us off course? The leavening agent, the leaven and the bread which we know is a euphemism, it's a reference to the Sahara. Why is the Sahara? why is that inclination or urge described as leaven? Because our ego is inflated. Just like leaven causes bread to rise and to be inflated, our sense of ego, our want, our need, our desire, driven by that sense of ego, it, like leaven and bread, becomes inflated. And he would conclude that prayer, that tefillah, by saying, May it be your will, Hashem, to save us from its hands so we can return to serving you, Balei shalom, with a full heart. And based on this Gemara, the Baruch Hashem, of Baruch HaLevi Epstein explains that whenever we use the word ol, ol Torah, ol Mitzvot, ol machus ol machus Shemayim here in our context, the word ol doesn't chas v'shalom mean That the relationship with the Almighty, that His expectation of us, that His magnificent diary He shared with us, it doesn't mean that those things are an all. What is the all is the fact that we have to fight the eight Sahara to get to them. We have to learn to circumvent. We have to learn a route around the eight Sahara. The Saor Shebisa is blocking us. Really, we want to do the right thing. We feel good, we feel empowered, enriched, intrinsically or naturally, intuitively, we want to do what Hashem wants for us. But we have to contend with the Yetzirah. And that's the part that's the all. The all is the effort it takes to overcome the inertia in order to do the right thing. So all Torah, all mitzvahs, and all malachu shemayim, it's not that those things are the yoke, but rather, it's the fact that wherever you see good, you'll also find the world of bad or temptation trying to block the good. Otherwise, it's not a fair fight. God wants us to have free will. And to truly express free will, it can't be that we're only drawn to the good to the right, because that wouldn't be free will. We're drawn to it. So each time we have a choice to make, in order to level the playing field when there's good, there's an equal and opposite pressure against the good. And that's the old. The old, the yoke, the burden... The hardship is not Torah, chas it's not mitzvahs, and it's not malchus shemayim. It's not the relationship we have with Hashem. The ol is the effort it takes that to achieve holiness, to live a sacred life, to do the right thing. As much as we want it, it doesn't come easily. It takes effort. And therefore that effort, the lafitsar agra, according to the effort is the reward. The yoke is not serving Hashem. The yoke is is that we have to first overcome a yei in order to be able to do it. So that's the first interpretation of what it means to have an ol. Next time I want to share with you from Avav Mishor, connected to the holiday of Hanukkah, another interpretation of ol in the context of Omah al which where angels are asking or getting permission from one another. And we too, in the davening, are reminded that that is our mission, to collaborate and cooperate in an effort to grow the sense of Omah al we have together.